Hey everyone, and welcome to the Small Business Social Show and Podcast. My name is Jill and I am your host. And today we have the coolest interview for you guys. Lori Eber from Lori Eber Wellness Coaching is going to join us. Lori is a former attorney and she transitioned, created her own business from scratch and became a very successful wellness coach. She's going to talk a little bit about her practice, but more about how she did it. She was well over 50 when she started this business and we can all learn a lot from her. Lori's an amazing marketer and you're going to just laugh at how she does some of her marketing. It's so entertaining and cool and awesome. So um, for those of you who don't know me, I'm the owner of Fox Social Media and my company's been helping businesses, practices, and brands to both market and grow online for the past 10 years years now. And I'm so excited to have both my podcast and this YouTube show so that I can help all of you as well. So let's get started. So today we want to welcome Lori Eber of Lori Eber Wellness Coaching. And I'm going to let her introduce herself to you because she has an amazing background, a super successful business, and she's also got the coolest personality ever, which kind of explains part of why she's successful, I think, in addition to knowing her stuff. So Lori, welcome to the Small Business Social Show and Podcast, and thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you for having me, Jill. It's very kind of you. Yes, I'm a little odd. It's you're, okay. I grew up in fun. Manhattan and I talk real English still. I'm not so good at PC, maybe someday, but I kind of doubt it. I'll start with, I was a corporate litigator for 23 years. Loved the job, totally into it, total workaholic. Um, it was a good career for me, but after 23 years, I had that been there, done that feeling. And I married a second time to a guy who thankfully is still putting up with me and decided the career and having anywhere near a halfway decent marriage, totally incompatible. So at 49, I pulled the plug on law, moved on. I've evolved significantly since then, which is the good news, and discovered there are other pieces of Laurie that were squelched down that are now coming out. And about seven years ago, I finally, finally, finally had one of these, oh, you dumb, why didn't you think of this before moments when it occurred to me that health and wellness had always kind of been my side passion. So I went and overeducated myself because I'm really good at that. And I, so I got personal training certification, two wellness coaching certificates, precision nutrition, and all kinds of other stuff, plant-based eating disorders. You know, I like to know what I'm talking about. Um, so I did all that and I now have a wellness business, which is pretty much usually focused on weight loss. That's usually the reason people come to see me. Uh, but I also deal with stress and exercise, obviously, and I just love doing it. And I am appalled every day that 71% of Americans are overweight or obese. That's what keeps me going. Mm -hmm. That's, uh, you, you would, I can't bring you in my kitchen because I have this um, horrible sweet tooth and you'd be smacking stuff out of my hand right and left. <laughs> we can moderate these things, but it is about clean up your food environment. You're right. You would make friends with the garbage disposal so fast you wouldn't know what hit you. 
I know. And then I'd be looking for ways to get that one little piece of chocolate in. But as you, you would, but you'd be too lazy to hop in your car and go get it. So that's yeah. the good news. <laughs> I count true. on laziness to help me with nutrition with people. That's, that's, that's a really good point. I didn't think of that. Well, this is why Lori and I get along. We're both born New Yorkers. We both um, tell it like it is, and we're both around the same age range. So we can definitely. We're all. We're all <laughs> I don't think Jill is quite up to my age, but anyway. Pretty, I'm 64 people, and I'm in bragging rights territory now. I got no shame about it. <laughs> and, and you can't see Lori, but she has like the perfect figure, uh, not you know, the right proportions, everything. So she clearly lives um, what she teaches others. And so I walk the walk, you got to, or I'd have no clients, Jill. I'm not that dumb. Yeah. True statement. That's probably a true statement. <laughs> well, what made you start? Um, so, so what made you start your business? Why, why this particular business and um, not something to do with law or your past background? Well, I was totally done with law. People ask me all the time and still 15 years later, they ask me, oh, do I still do it? No, I don't. I didn't want to do it. I closed the chapter. I knew I wanted to do something else. I'm not a person who can ever retire. This is something I can do till I drop dead. I figure when I'm 95 years old, people are going to say, oh, that old lady must know something. She don't look that bad. That's what I'm counting on. Um, so I wanted um, something I could do that had longevity. I had never had my own business. I was a partner in a law firm, but that was a totally different feeling. My husband's been in his own business for 50 years, so I knew I had support from him. And I just wanted to sort of be in charge and be a one-woman show. And more to the point, I found something that gives me tremendous purpose in life, which is really, really important to me. I'm, I can't waste time. Um, doesn't make any sense to me. And if I can help someone change their health, that's a life-changing event, and that is pretty darn cool. So I'll take that every day of the week. And still, the clients are the ones who need to do the heavy lifting, but I can support them, guide them, answer all their questions about quick weight loss diets. And so that's what I do. I'm a combination of, you know, really, I can be kind of mean and stern. And I also have a very big empathy well, because that's kind of the composition of a New Yorker. Don't you agree? Yes, absolutely. hundred percent. We have empathy where empathy is due and Get off your butt and just do it. <laughs> and the yes. other side. No Nike's right about here. that. Yep. 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 And one of the things that I thought was really cool is that when you and I talked about your business, you mentioned that you would always tailor to a person. So even though you're strict with what you teach in the clean eating, you tailor it so it's gonna work. Like you know, hey, if I if it, like if I tell Jill to um, you know, go on an all meat diet. That's not going to work because Jill hates meat. And so that's never going to work. And so you tailor it to the, per, uh, the person's personal preferences so that you create something that they stick with for a lifetime. I think that's really, really smart. You and have to. People are different. Bodies are different. Strategies that work for one person don't work for another. And that's one thing that I find really fun and challenging about my chosen career, which is everyone's a new challenge for me. So I don't make assumptions. I ask questions. I tell them you are in charge of this process. 
You tell me what things you feel ready to start changing with baby steps. I don't tell people what to do because when anyone tells me what to do, it's like no way, no how. Even if it was the best idea ever, if it's not coming for me and I don't feel committed to it, it's not going to work. So I don't push people. I try to, you know, gently cajole them. But for example, a lot of my clients have quite a few pounds to lose. And I don't tell them you need to start exercising and join a gym. They, here's what I have learned just from experience. When they're ready to start moving their body, they're going to say, okay, start incorporating some walks. Oh, I joined a gym. Um, they will tell me, but I don't push them. And I know that when you have a whole bunch of extra weight, it does not feel wonderfully good to move. And the key is, in terms of your weight and healthy eating, it's 90% the jaw muscle. That's <laughs> the one to concentrate on. Forget all the other stuff. It's the jaw muscle. Do not join a gym and delude yourself into thinking it is an effective weight loss technique. It's not. It's absolutely a wonderful thing to do for stress reduction and weight maintenance and overall health but it's not going to get the pounds off you. And that's the biggest myth out there. And um, one of the things that impresses me with you is that you have such a great handle on marketing. Oh man. And that's not your specialty. Um, and just to get started, I want to back up just a little bit first. And I guess you were probably close to 50 when you created your business. And I think you are very much. I was way over 50, but you thank you. 50. Okay. Well, even better because I think you can really motivate others who've got, you know, that life skill, those life skills and life experience and so much to share. So tell me, what did you do to start this business? Like what were the steps you took to create your own business? Well, as a practical matter, um, when I decided this was the direction I wanted to go in, I rented an office because I knew I couldn't do it out of my house. I, I am a professional businesswoman. That's my vision of myself. So I did not want to rent a woody walk up in Tustin. <laughs> I wanted something that looked professional and I'll pay extra money for that because look, I want to charge as much money as I can get away with. I have good information to share. I'm a valuable resource and I dress up every day even if it's Saturday because I don't want my clients to see what I really look like. They would run <laughs> screaming from the room. Um, in terms of how to promote my business, I had not one clue and was not particularly internet savvy. Now I am the queen of social networking, if I do say so myself. Um, I would agree with that. So, for example, today I was making a week's worth of Mardi Gras tip videos, woohoo, and wearing you know, my beads and my weird headgear just to attract a little attention, stand out from the crowd. And this is the goofy stuff I do now. But that's what you got to do. You got to get out there because most of my clients come from the internet. They either come from Google searches or Yelp searches. Mm -hmm. And so I spend a ton of time marketing, marketing, marketing. Most of it's on the internet, although I've I'm working on my six books, so I do that too. I do a ton of blogging, three blogs a week, Instagram every day. I have a Facebook page. I have a LinkedIn page. 
you know, I do all this stuff because you got to get your name out there. Um, I'm not a person who could ever cold call people because if anyone calls me, here's what I say. What do you want? What are you selling? And then I hang up on them. And then I block their number. <laughs> so I figure everybody's like me. They don't want to hear some stupid stranger calling them trying to hit on them. So it has to be poll marketing. They have to be ready because, look, I got to wait until they yo-yo diet enough times that they finally go, okay, I guess I got to change my habits and live in the real world. Then I can help them, but not before that. So they got to want to do it and they got to be looking for me. So I just try to be as visible as possible. And I try to be as upfront as possible about who I am. If they want someone who's going to sell them quick weight loss, protein powder, vitamins, I, it's not me. I refuse to sell products because it's against my religion. Yeah. Well, and I hope you guys are listening to this because uh, Lori is um, is actually when she said she's the social media marketing queen, <clears throat> she really is. She's so good at this, and I'm so impressed because you know our generation didn't grow up with the internet, and Lori really is using all the cutting edge techniques that work. And and bottom line, she's being herself because those people are coming to her for her personality. She's gonna bring in the people that relate to her, comfortable with her, feel like, oh, this woman can help me. And she, what she's talking about, the headgear, she has a hat for every occasion. And it is hilarious. And it's funny. And it attracts attention. But it's not a circus. It's, uh, this is just part of my fun part of my personality. So, you know, it brings them in. And then they get to hear her. She knows her stuff. And, you know, these people get confidence in her and are excited about working with her. So she really does the right stuff. I will share Lori's social media networks in the show notes and the description. So you can all check her out. And uh, it's just, just a lot of fun. So video, yes, video is the way to go. hundred percent. Yes, it is. I, I've tested. And when I put a picture on Instagram versus a video, no comparison. People aren't interested in pictures anymore. They are just not. And Facebook, that's for old fogies like us. Let's face it. There is no one under 50 who would have a Facebook account anymore. They would be totally humiliated. So that's part of my clientele, so I'm present there. Professionals are part of my clientele, so I got to be on LinkedIn all the time. And younger people, I'm surprised since I could be their grandmother, but I'm good with that because most people like Grammy. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of them are coming to me because they just think they're on the wrong path. And those people are hanging out on Instagram. You got to go where they hang. They're not coming to you. They got to find you easily. 100%. I agree with you 100%. And, um, you know, and that, that it, you've already talked about this, what, you know, how you market your business and all that was one of the things I wanted to ask you, but you covered it so well already. So let me ask you this. When you first were starting to build your business, what challenges did you face and how did you overcome them? Um, panic. The phone's not ringing. Oh my God. I'm never going to make it every day of the week. But luckily my husband told me to shut up and you know, try again. Um, what I got good at was falling on my face, just trying random stuff. Falling on my face, getting a little bloody, exercising amnesia, which I'm excellent at now, and getting up and trying something else. I have tried so many things you cannot imagine because you just don't know what's going to work. Um, from time to time in a weak moment, I've reached out and hired a professional to try to 
do something for me. It's always been a complete waste of time. And what I realized is I know my business better than anyone else who I might have to educate about it. And marketing is trial and error. And you just got to try different stuff and see what works. For example, Yelp has been a huge business getter. I never thought in a million years Yelp would do anything. I never went on Yelp. When I went on Yelp, it would be to look up a restaurant and I would go away totally frustrated yeah. because I'd get, it's the greatest restaurant ever. It's mediocre. It was horrible and I asked for my money back. And I'm like, well, how does that help me? So I didn't even understand how effective Yelp was. So I tried it. You know, they're a total difficult company to deal with, I have to say. And they're really marketing, marketing, you know. Um, but I slowly built up recommendations from clients who loved me and, you know, just organically started to make it to the top of the heap and people started to find me. And I mean, that was like out of the blue. I had no idea that would work. You just don't know. So you just try stuff. And last year I decided, you know what, I got to get with the program and start making videos. And so I got a little bit of professional help in the beginning. I got a little bit of a better setup, so it's not a horrendous selfie. It's just a really bad, ugly selfie. And I got used to talking to my cell phone. It's fine. I'm, I don't care. Who cares? I am unembarrassable. I will do anything. But I am also a serious person, but I got to get people to look at me. So you got to be a little weird, and it's okay with me. It's awesome because it's, it's part of your personality. It's showing people who you are and that you're not afraid to do that. And you can tell by listening to you that you speak the truth. You know, whatever, um, it, whatever the truth is, you're going to say it. And I think most people are comfortable with that. Most people are more comfortable with that. So they figure, okay, I'm going to get the straight answers from this person. She has the experience in the background. And you know, with the video, they get to know you, like you, and trust you so much faster. And you really cut down on the um, the time it takes to take somebody from never heard of Lori to now I'm Lori's client. So, so smart. I, I just, I love what you do. I, I think you're a good example. Um, how do you get the majority of your clients? So if you had to say, uh, what are the proportions? Like 50% Yelp, 10% Instagram. What, what are the proportions at this point? Um, at this point... I would say 80% Yelp or Google searches online. So complete strangers. And of course the downside is that of that is you get an occasional wacko. You get plenty of people you aren't a good fit for. You get people who balk at your price. So, you know, but I always figure, you know, it's okay. So it was 45 minutes out of my life. Maybe we're not a good fit. They got friends. Mm -hmm. I built some goodwill, I give them a book and a stress ball, and I send them away, and it's okay. Um, I, I, one other thing I kind of forgot to mention is I also do quite a bit of public speaking, and oddly enough, that doesn't usually spawn a lot of clients, but I never mind doing it, because, you know, selfishly, it's really fun. Mm -hmm. I can entertain people, they don't know what hit them, and that gives me a lot of joy and I figure you know 50 more people who know who I am there's no downside to that um, for getting cross referrals from people you might think would be logical partners is very difficult this is an extremely competitive cutthroat business and for example most personal trainers who I've tried to do this with have said well 
if they come to you, they're going to stop personal training. So I can't help. Oh, interesting. I would think they would do both. If they I would think. So yeah. things you think might be logical, sometimes not so logical. My in-person networking is by and large the Irvine Chamber. I've been in the chamber for five years, which is longish for any you know networking organization. I really, really like the chamber because the people are real business people and they are business oriented and they want to give referrals. It's not a girly social support network, which is where I started first to show you how dumb I was. Um, no, they just want to have a glass of wine and have additional girlfriends, not my objective. Um, so it's mostly the internet and you know, I do get some people across the country and I even got a woman in China. Oh my so God. So occasionally the internet has real good reach, but typically what happens is people go on the internet and they search nutritionist near me. So in the beginning I was a bit delusional thinking, Oh, I can get people. Nah, nah. People want to meet you once is the real deal. The other place I spent a lot of time and beat my head against the wall with getting into corporate America. I figured that was completely logical, which is why I went and got a certification in wellness coaching from the Mayo Clinic. I thought that don't impress the hell out of people. And I guess it kind of does. But the problem is, if the corporation doesn't already have the health religion, it is going nowhere. You'll be one lunch and learn that'll take you nine months to set up. They'll pay you nothing. Only support staff will show up and that'll be the end of that. And I've had a lot of companies call me, oh, we just formed a wellness committee. You know, why don't you come in? Well, it all peters out. The impetus has to come from whoever is leading the charge and the people need to feel like they have permission to take care of their health. And you can't be, you know, sending a mixed signals like you have a catered lunch and you bring in in and out burger and you're supposed to be a health related firm. I mean, these things don't match. Yeah. So I have not had a lot of success in getting in the corporate environment and that's okay. I really enjoy the one-on-one -on -one interchange. That's really um I feel effective in that format. I would love to do groups and I've had a couple opportunities, but it's not a big part of my business. In the beginning, I thought it would be. So it shows you what I know. But you did the right thing. You did the trial and error. You stuck with it and you figured it out. You knew you had um, a great message and you knew you had a product or solution, not a product, but a service that could really help people. And so you didn't give up. And you guys, oh, hang on just a second here. Look at this very fun toy that Lori gave me. <laughs> Isn't this cool? It's always on my desk because it's so much fun. And this is how I do my exercises, Lori. What yes. That weighs, you know, <laughs> two ounces maybe. That's good. I know. See that? A baby step, Jill. <laughs> I moved my arms. That counts. <laughs> yeah. True. I'm usually sitting at a desk all the time. Yes, so, I know. You got to walk. You got to move the body. Default position for the body wants to be moving. We set up the world for sitting. How intelligent was that? <laughs> well, you know what's funny is when I'm sitting for too long, you pop in my head, and this is no joke, you pop in my head, I'm like, oh my gosh, Lori said to walk twice a day. Well, I'm at least doing it once a day, but I'm like, I should get up again, because uh, you literally pop in my head about mid-morning when I'm like, oh gosh, I've been sitting like three hours. Apparently, I have the <laughs> propensity to do that to people, because I hear that from a lot of people. 
I heard you talking to me, Laurie. It's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> well, no, this, is, see, this is why it works because Laurie gets in your head and she stays with you. <laughs> so, yes. so I can't I be exorcised, apparently. Right. I'm sure many people have tried. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're sticking in my head. Definitely. Well, um, can you give advice to what advice would you give to people that are in our age group have, you know, great skills, but are like, I don't know how to do a business. I don't know anything about the internet. Um, I don't know how to market. What would you say to them and how would you tell them to get started? My first advice to someone who wants to make a drastic career change like I did, hire a shrink. You will need one. I remember the day after I retired, I got up and the realization hit me because I had not planned anything because I was, I'm so type A, it was all about, I want to make sure I transition the clients, I hadn't even thought about what was next, but I knew something was next. I wasn't going to stay home. Um, the first day was kind of panic because really my sense of myself was Lori the lawyer. Mm -hmm. Guess what? Poof, she's gone. Who am I? Uh, not that sure. Do I have any other skills other than being extremely competent as a lawyer? I got no idea. So that was kind of frightening. Um, so my husband told me to take off golf, the worst advice ever in the history of the world. Um, I tried that for a while and I finally bagged it because I, I am a person who is athletic that has nothing to do with succeeding at golf, unfortunately. <laughs> and if I'm going to play any kind of thing like that that takes five hours, I need to feel like I'm halfway competent and not a total embarrassment. I couldn't get to that place in golf. On the other hand, he's been playing since he was eight years old. So it was a thing we were going to do to, you know, have some fun to do with mm -hmm. each other. It turned out to be the only time we ever fought. So <laughs> done. <laughs> Anyway, so that was the first foray. That didn't work. Um, I'm a person who was trying to figure out where to go. And the first thing I did was tried to figure out kind of a just a generic career path, like what area can I, you know, find some work in that I'm interested in. And the first thing that occurred to me was, you know, older people stuff, you know, aging, things like that. And I happened to be dealing with my dad and his issues about aging at the time. And I know every boomer there is, is going to be dealing with this at some point. And I know the population is aging. That's the, you know, demographics. So first thing I did, of course, I went back to school. Uh, but I was not going to be mingling on campus with 18-year-olds when I was 50 years old. No way, no how. So I found an online, totally online curriculum at Coastline Community College. And I took that and I enjoyed it and somehow ingratiated myself enough with the department chair that I was able to sort of sleaze my way into a teaching position before <laughs> I knew it, which was never anything I intended to do. Uh, you know, I paid my dues, uh, but so I've been doing that since 2006. So I teach gerontology, which is a study of aging online. And in the last two years, um, I've been able to create two health and wellness courses, which is so cool. That's awesome. I also get to teach them. So who knew? 
So what I did was I just kind of looked for open doors and I kind of thought about, you know, what do I want to focus on that I will find fulfilling? And I stumbled through a lot of different places and it was all fine. It was all evolution, self-discovery. It was all wonderful. I found out a ton of stuff about myself that I never would have found out had I continued to be a, you know, a, just a lawyer. And some things I found out was, were, I love to make presentations. I love to create curriculum. I can write like a normal person and not just a lawyer, which is really a nice, happy place to be. I had no idea. Um, just stuff like that, that I didn't know. And for example, you know, making presentations, I hated making a presentation in a judge's courtroom, but you give me the mic now and I'm not sure I'm giving it back. It's <laughs> totally different. And I realized the judge was in charge of the room. That makes all the difference. Now I'm in charge of the room. I'm cool. And I just get up and be myself and it's really easy fun for me. So I just stumbled through a bunch of stuff. I, you know, I found opportunities to write that they paid me for. I found speaking opportunities all over the country that I was paid for, but I realized neither of those was a steady kind of income and it was a lot of wasted time. And then I just sort of happened on what turned out to be sort of the perfect fit for me. And as soon as I, started learning about behavior change, which is what wellness coaching is all about. And the fact that there really is research about how you change and how you motivate people, it just felt right in my gut in the same way that only two other times in my life have I felt this. And I'm not a person who goes with a gut because it goes totally against all my legal training, which is, you know, take a scale out and, you know, um, one, when I married my current husband, that was a gut thing. I knew immediately, which was scary as hell, but I was totally <laughs> right. When I retired from law, that was a gut thing. I just knew it was absolutely the time and nobody believed me. They all said I'd be coming back. And when I opened my wellness coaching, I knew. So That's I just, cool. I, you know, but it took me, you know, almost uh, maybe seven, eight years of going through other stuff just kind of learning and I'd start as I started as a volunteer council on aging. I didn't care. There was a, you know, 20 year old telling me how to do something. I didn't know how to do it. Yeah. So I was willing to pay my dues, start at the ground floor. I started as a volunteer and before I knew it, they were creating jobs for me that didn't even really exist. That's so cool. That is so so cool. you never know what you can do. So my attitude was, you know, when I was in law, I was basically beating my head against the wall to get into the partnership. And it was super hard and I got extremely bloody, but I am the most determined person. <laughs> so I found a way to make that happen. Um, and I decided, you know, I'm done doing that. I'm going to look for opportunities. I'm going to look for open doors. So I still do that. For example, I did um, work for two years under a grant that the Jewish Foundation had. And I worked uh, with 80 and 90 year old widows mostly who live in a mobile home park in Irvine. And I coached a dozen of them one on one for a year and a half. And we also had group sessions and that was really fun. And I really learned that at any age, people can change their behavior if they are determined to do it. 
and I had some amazing success with them and they were just so loving and everybody kissed me and they give me little trinkets and stuff. I mean, <laughs> it was very cool. So I just looked for stuff like that. Um, for about a year, I was able to write for a healthy aging website. They would assign a, a spice or a fruit or vegetable to me. <laughs> and my, uh, my thing was to talk about the health benefits and they wanted me to go back to the original research. They were a very reputable site, which meant reading some study that I couldn't even understand, then finding a secondary source where they explained it in English, then trying to do that and citing back to the original source. And that was a lot of fun. And I, I learned all kinds of, uh, new products that I didn't know about. And, you know, so I just look for opportunities because why not? You never know. And if somebody calls me and says, do you know how to do this? I say, of course I do. And then I go scramble on the internet and figure it out. That's my theory too. I love that. Thank you so much for all the great advice today. And I think you guys can learn a ton from Lori. I mean, even if you're not in this particular field, she is, you can see how to approach it, how to get out there. Um, you know, just go out there, look, figure out what you love and start looking for doors to open or open them yourself and start testing and trying things. And if you stick with it, you're going to find your passion. You're going to find where that passion intersects with a job you can make money at, but you got to stick with it. And um, I think the best entrepreneurs are those that are over 50. Life experience cannot be taught. It cannot be replaced. And I think that people over 50 make the best entrepreneurs. You should never, ever think you're too old for uh, starting over again. And, um, you know, I've, I've talked before. My dad's 84, has a YouTube channel. He has a job, um, works from home. He's got a podcast, you know, he, and he's golfing three times a week, going to the gym. Um, he, you know, eats healthy, like Lori will tell you, is important to, you know, to be able to maintain your brain power and body and your health um, so that you can have a good business. But um, Lori, can you please tell everyone where they can find you? They can find me um, on my website, lorieberwellnesscoaching.com. They can call or text me at 714-357-9946. They can find me on Instagram at hashtag straight talking nutritionist. Um, email is my name backwards. I don't know why I did that to myself. So it's E B E R and then my first name, L O R I E at gmail.com. Um, I'm the best thing is the website because that'll link you to all the social media and stuff like that. And I will put all those links um, in the description and the show notes so, for, so everyone can reach out. You guys, at least go to her. If you do nothing else, go to her Instagram. You, it's just entertaining. And it's going to teach you some tricks and see, um, see what works with marketing. And again, this is Lori's personality. So you're not going to copy Lori. You're going to be yourself and determine you know, what, who you are and be your authentic self on there. But that's Lori. And that's what she does. And see what works. So thank you so much for joining us today on the Small Business Social Show and Podcast. Uh, I knew you'd be a super fun and educational interview, and you did not disappoint. Thank you very much, Jill. Been a pleasure. Thank you so much for joining both Lori and I today on the Small Business Social Show and Podcast. She was an awesome, amazing interview, and um, 
I hope you loved meeting her as much as I loved having her on. Um, she's super entertaining and awesome. And so you guys definitely go look her up on Instagram. Uh, see all the fun stuff she does. It's going to give you a lot of ideas on how to market for yourself. And thank you so much again for joining us today. And make sure you subscribe if you haven't already, because every week I'll be sharing information that's going to help you to both market and grow your small business, your practice, or your brand. Thanks again. See you next week.